We're live. We're live. Well, uh, good, I guess it's still good morning. Good morning, Dr. Carter. How are you today? Good morning, Mr. Carter. Doing great. Doing great. Yeah. It's and still morning. It is still it's, morning. It's a pretty day in Houston today. Another be- It was beautiful over the weekend, Sterling. I don't know if you had a chance to sit out on the patio, smoke a cigar, have a little scotch yesterday, but that was one of those amazing Houston days that we don't get that often, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's well. That's one of the reasons why a lot of people want to move to Texas because we do get a lot of those days, and not too many days in the snow and cold weather. Now we do get a lot of rain. We do get some flooding, but we do get some nice sunny days. So yeah, I definitely had a chance to play a little bit of golf, and so and and put some stuff on the barbecue uh, grill. So it was good. It was really good. Uh, well, well uh, happy MLK Day to you, sir. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy Martin Luther King Day to you. Um, you know, I, and un, unlike yourself, you did the right thing. You actually took off today. Yet, as you can tell, I'm I'm working. I should I should be honoring <laughs> this this special day, but uh, you know, I guess we gotta we you know we you know we can never completely turn it off, right? We always we just gotta keep grinding. That's absolutely the case, and um, you know, I was, I was, we were thinking of. So I, I'll tell my, I'm going to share my little story about MLK Day, Sterl, and then, um, and then I'll, I'll turn it over to you to get your thoughts on that. So, so definitely want to, you know, say that Martin Luther King Day is a, is obviously a holiday that has been celebrated for some time, um, post the the um, uh, assassination, unfortunately, of MLK. I think it was Ronald President Ronald Reagan that actually. Um, uh, uh, authorized the, the holiday back some time. It took quite a while for the holiday to be even recognized across all 50 states. I think in 2000 was the first time it was actually recognized ac- across all 50 states. And even until this day, a lot of people still don't recognize the holiday. And uh, I remember, certainly, this is my story is that I remember, um, you know, in co- working in corporate, right? To be honest, no one ever really takes off MLK Day. And so when we started our staffing company in 2011 you know we were just our, our opinion was that hey if our empo- if our clients are working we need to be working to provide services to them right sir exactly. so you didn't want to miss out on on any money um but uh for us i think for the staffing company we we still not talked last year it was during the time of the black lives matter movement that was happening and you know we we're just kind of rethinking you know you know as a company as an african-american owned company um, should we still work on MLK Day? Of all people that should take off that day, shouldn't we consider this day as to be a special day? And, um, you know, and so we, we decided last year for the first time, and I guess our 10-year history of the Savvy Company, to actually make 2021 to be our first time that we took the day off for MLK Day. So it's kind of a little special for us, right, Sterling? What, what, what are your thoughts? Yes, it is. I mean, you, you are the CEO. It took you 11 years to get to, get to this point to actually give us a holiday. But I mean, yeah, I guess I guess it, it is a special day and a special moment. So, um, you know, and if we can't honor this, this special uh, holiday, then how can we expect anybody else to? So um, I, I think it's definitely a milestone moment. And, uh, and it's a good thing. And, it, and it's hard because, like you're saying, you know, I think when we think about Martin Luther King and, and what he wanted for everyone is equality. And he wanted the ability for us to share the, uh, the American dream. And so, you know, we, we, we've been able to bite off a small piece of the pie. And when you're an entrepreneur, 
you know, it's it, we were just talking about this earlier. You never get a chance to really truly turn it off. So, um, you know, it's it's you always have your your foot on the gas, and so it's a good thing that we we, we decided to take our foot off the gas and pump the brake just a moment. for just a little bit of time. I um, and I'm only working half a day on the on the physical therapy side, but as we know, patient care just doesn't stop. You have to continue to take care of patients. So. Uh, we're going to enjoy at least a portion of the day a little bit later on. So, Totally, totally, totally. So um, just wanted to go ahead and jump, I guess, into our topic, Sterling. Today, we're going to talk about um, steps to wealth building. Um, you know, a lot of, we, we always get a lot of questions from people, and, and um, we're in a, a great position to be mentors to a number of people. And um, the questions always come up about how do you build wealth? Um, you know, we're passionate about generational wealth, but how do you build your personal wealth, right? And how do you change your mindset to be in a mindset, in a wealth building mindset? And so certainly I were talking about it and we kind of came up with six steps that we tend to um, try to practice, try to follow. And uh, we kind of want to share these with you. So the first step, uh, Serling, is what uh, plan your day, use your time efficiently, right? Um, and so most people, and we'll talk about goals here in a little bit, but in order for you to be effective and efficient and productive on a daily basis, you can't just walk into your day without a plan and just kind of say, okay, I'm just going to tackle whatever the fire is of the day and, um, and you know, and just you know, fly by the seat of my pants and I'll just get it done. That That's not efficient, it's not productive. And, you know, as human beings, we tend to work on those tasks that are kind of easy wins, maybe kind of avoid the hard, the harder, more time-consuming tasks. And so what happens when you don't have a plan is that you end up not getting the crucial and critical things done on a regular basis like you need to. What do you think, sir? I agree with you 100%, Stephen. You hit it on the nose because it's one, the most important thing is to actually have a plan. But then the next step is to have the right plan. And, and, and you mentioned that earlier. A lot of times what, what we do is we come up with this to-do to list and it's a lot of the easy stuff, the things that really somebody else could do. And it's not the things that we that we can do that, that, that can really push us forward and take our business or our goals or whatever we want in life to the next level. Um, so planning is very, very essential. And so each and every day, Steve and I, we, we wake up and we come up with a plan, what we're wanting to do for the day, what we're wanting to accomplish. And, you know, and, and if we're if we're lucky, we get through all those things on the list. Right. If we're really lucky, so at least we have a list to know what we accomplished, what we haven't accomplished, and, right. and take the time to to move forward and 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 go from there. And I, and I think another part that I would add on is just delegation, right? Um, for those tasks that we can delegate on to somebody else, Sterling's really big about that. We talk about that all the time, but that's the key to being effective too. Absolutely, and I'll send a couple of shout outs uh, Steve, before you, you jump on our next topic. But uh, Sean, Sean Gutierrez says, good morning and good morning, Sean. Uh, again, thank you for your service and what you do each and every day. Sheldon Thompson, Sheldon, we went to high school together, grew up right down the, the road from each other in Chasewood in Missouri City. Hey, Kevin. Kevin Bolivar says, yo, Carter Twins. Uh, our cousin Keith says, happy Motivational Monday. And happy uh, Dr. Martin Luther, Luther King's Day. And Keith, I always enjoy your messages on Instagram. I can't remember what what the what the t but it's something like weekly topics or something. But right. powerful, powerful messages that he always always has. And 
Tonette says, happy Martin Luther King Day. To, um, and and uh, we love you, Tonette, our sister from Langston. Uh, Troy, our cousin, uh, happy uh, MLK Day to my cousins. Great topic for today. And um, hello to uh, Derek Terrell Ingram. Derek, we definitely need to catch up. Derek has, uh, we, we all share common interests. We all, all uh, have done therapy staffing in the past. So Derek is worth a wealth of knowledge. So anyway, have we done our shout outs, then Steve, let's get back to it. So let's see, the next topic is. Ending the poverty mindset. So that's so, so big and cannot be stressed enough in, in our community about the poverty mindset. And the bottom line that when we talk about the poverty mindset is that um, it's just basically <laughs> living off of uh, or sorry, living b below your means or, or trying to make sure that you don't spend every dollar that you earn, right? Um, it's been said that most millionaires, uh, they, they basically live off of 30% of their income. Um, and then, uh, Dr. Carter, what do they do with the rest of the income? <laughs> oh, so one, they save it. Number one, we, uh, we, we talk about that. Um, oh, you know what? Thanks, Stephen, for reminding me. I think I skipped a step. But they, they save um, uh, six months worth of income and they invest the rest. So it's about saving and investing. So one, you want to have the nest egg where the money is sitting just in, just in, in case of a rainy day. But then the next next thing is, is investing that money so you can make more money. So it's all about uh, investing and saving and, 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 and making that money work for you. Um, and, and Stephen, we were just talking, I think I was just, I was talking to you or, or, some, or maybe it was Crystal. We were talking about, you know, some of those, those big uh, business moguls that we know, um, um, uh, you know, owners of Apple and, and, and Microsoft and all that kind of good stuff. You never see them riding around in a, you know, a fancy car or wearing, you know, Louis Vuitton and all this kind of good stuff. I mean, they're, they, they wear just normal clothes. A lot of times just the, you know, just a, a pair of jeans and a t-shirt and they're all about making their money work for them. So, so that's, that's getting outside of the property mindset. The property mindset is when you go and you spend your money trying to, trying to look like you have money, you know, that's the property mindset. If you want to be wealthy, then you take that money and you invest it so you can make more money. And, you know, if I, it's, you know, I, I hate to hear this, Sterling, and, and I hear so many people to say this, to say, you know, basically made the comment that, hey, you can't take it with you. Might as well spend it now. Right. I mean, I'm not, you know, and, and, and that's such a um, it's it's I, I'll say ignorant and I don't mean it in a bad way, but that's an ignorant um, uh, wave of thinking. Um, you know, again, generational wealth, if nothing else, we want to pass it on to our our, our uh, kids. But. I mean, basically having a mindset to say I'm only living today is to show so short lived and so short sighted. We just got to think bigger, bigger than that. Right. Um, it's it's been said and I heard this a couple of times that um, if if we went across the entire world and took all of the money that was in the world and shared it evenly across every person. Right. That in a matter of time, the wealth would end back up in the same positions of the same people's hands that it was prior to sharing it. Basically saying that if you have the mind, you have a poverty mindset, it doesn't matter how much money you have, you will eventually spend that money, unfortunately, in an unwise way. And those that don't have a poverty mindset will figure out how to accumulate that wealth and still rise up and be on top. That profound, profound statement. 
spot on. Um, I cannot think of the guy's name that oh, that the the owner of uh, Virgin uh, Virgin Air. You know what I'm talking about, Steven? I know you're talking about. He was there. Was this phone is going crazy? Um, he was saying that you could put him anywhere. You could put him on an island with no money, um, no resources, and he'll he'll still thrive. He'll still um, make make all of his money back that he had before because he knows what it takes in order to be successful and in, in order to be wealthy. And it's all about mindset. Um, and it's all about looking and understanding what opportunities are out there and taking advantage of those opportunities. Yeah, Cassandra uh, shared it. Uh, Richard Bronson uh, is is the guy. Yep. Thanks for that, Cassandra. Um, and shout out to Matthias, uh, who made a point of saying that it's all about understanding the difference between net worth and cash flow. Matthias is a financial um, guru and expert in, in his field, and he's he's also a consultant that works with us in the Fort Bend County uh, Entrepreneur Initiative. So uh, thanks for those wise words, brother Matthias. Yes, yes, yes. And and uh, from that standpoint, Stephen, you know, there is a, di a difference. And of course, we talk about it all the time between being rich and being wealthy. Right. So rich is when you have just money in your pocket. Wealthy is, is when you have um, a sig significant amount of net worth, kind of what Matthias was talking about. And your net worth is is um, it's, it's huge. And it's not just about a, a paycheck because cash can come and go. Wealth does wealth stays. So uh, that's that, that reminds me, Sterling, of an exercise we just did. And, and I, I implore everyone, if you have not done this, take the time to do a personal, uh, a personal network, financial net. Is the personal statement, Sterling? What do we, we just um, personal net worth statement? Personal net worth statement. And what it forces you to do is to basically look at the assets that you have, the things of value that you may have, whether or not it's home, vehicles. Uh, furniture and fit, uh, fixtures inside of your home, your 401k, your investments, your cash on hand, even your insurance plans, and then compare that to the liabilities that you may have, obviously all the notes payable that you may have, mortgages, et cetera, and then look to see what is your personal net worth? What are you worth, right? Um, and uh, I implore everyone to, to take the time to do a personal net worth statement if you haven't already. Just get, get an idea of what your personal net worth really is. That's a really good point, Stephen. And, and, and in that exercise, what we learn and what we know is that real estate is king. And you hear about you hear about you hear it all the time. But real estate is what really takes your net worth and your 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 overall value up significantly. And it's not cars because cars depreciate significantly over time. I don't care how much you pay for it when you buy it brand new. You know, six years from now, it's going to be worth pennies on the dollar. So that's not an investment. But if you buy a house, or you buy a rental property, it only it appreciates over the, over time. In addition to it makes money for you. So um, um, if you don't have a house, if you, you haven't invested in some type sort of real estate, um, that's probably one of your best investments that you can do. First investments that you can do. So, OK, uh, one, I think or were we on it? Did we talk about employee? No, we did not. Employee versus employer mindset. Steven. So employee versus employer mindset. So let, let me just say, so I, I, I want to say this, and, and I don't want it to sound braggadocious, but I just want to say that for Sterling and I, and what did the kids say? It hits a little different. Sterling, it hits a little different when the signature on your payroll check is your own. Am I right? That is so true. That is powerful. It hits a little different when, 
when the, the paycheck that I put into the bank has my signature on it, when the, the paycheck that Sterling puts on the bank has signature, his signature on it. And so there is, you know, we could, we could talk about the, about the process of how college, um, unfortunately, programs people to believe that you have to go and work for someone to make a living, right? And, um, there are some colleges that are more free thinking and don't place those types of ideologies on um, on their their uh, their attendees, their their enrollees. But unfortunately, that's the case: is that we build people to go into a mindset of going to be an employee and work for other people. Nothing against being an employee, because I, let me tell you, I know a lot of very successful employees that make a ton more money <laughs> than business owners. So, so I'm not saying that this is just not for everybody. But um, if you are capable enough to generate revenue, if you're capable enough to make a living for a company, then what if you just took that mindset? What if you just took those values, um, those skill sets and use it for yourself to generate income for your own for, for your own business? Um, it, it's just a different way of thinking. And, and it's, it's sometimes taking a risky step uh, that a lot of people may not be willing to, to take. But it unleashes your full potential. It allows you to get to your full potential. Rethink, Dr. Carter. I agree with you 100%, Stephen. The other thing about it um, is that if you think like an employer, even if you're an employee, you will excel within that organization because employers appreciate employees that think like business owners. That means that you're looking at the big picture and you're looking at how you can help this business grow. Exactly. Even if you're an, an employee, if you have an employer mindset, you will you 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 will um, grow exponentially in that company. You'll you, you know your your pay raises, your 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 positions, your 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 offices, officer positions in that in that company is going to grow exponentially. So 100. percent And here's the other thing about being an employer versus an employee. As an employee. I don't care how much money you make or how much value you bring to that, that company, they can walk in tomorrow and lay you off. They can walk in tomorrow and, and, and fire you from that position. And it could be because the money could be because of a pandemic and you're left without a whole lot of opportunities. And, and once you've gotten up high enough up the food chain, it may be a little bit hard, a little bit more difficult to find another job on that level because there's not that many of those to go around. So being an entrepreneur, you have a little bit more control of your destiny. Actually, you have all the control of, of your destiny mm -hmm. because you are you, you, you are the captain of, of the ship. So it's it's a it's a wonderful thing. It's a scary thing. It requires a lot of work, but there's but you, you reap a lot of rewards from um, from being an entrepreneur. But even if you're not an entrepreneur, having an employer mindset makes makes a huge difference. Makes all the difference. In the world. Great topic. Great topic. But um, yeah, so Leola uh, Mitchell, hey Leola, she says she wishes that all all black people could watch this video. We agree. I mean, there's so much that 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 can be learned from that we can learn from each other. We just all just um, you know took the time to to listen. So um, and thank you, Tonette and Cassandra for for helping us out on Richard Branson. That's who we were talking yeah. about. So. All right, banners, here we go. Next topic, Stephen, is money is not yeah, development. Exactly. Okay. And 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 to even to 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 make that to make a different comparison of that or to say it differently, your income um, is is your your income or 
lack thereof or increase of income is totally um, related to your personal development. So in other words, uh, the, the, the value that you bring either to your organization as an employee or to your company as an employer um, and the fact that if you are constantly in a mode of personal development and increasing your skill set and making yourself better, the more valuable you are to an organization, the more valuable you are to your company will equal substantially or, or will equal, equal the amount of revenue or income that you're able to obtain. So when you speak with, with the, the Warren Buffetts and the very, very successful people in the world, you can go out and, and Google and YouTube and, and what you'll start to see is a trend from these very successful people. And the trend is that they never stop learning. They never stop investing in themselves. They never stop trying to be better than what they were yesterday. And that's the way to build wealth. That's the way to generate um, you know, personal value and personal fulfillment, um, as well as to obtain a, a wealth. Dr. Carter, what do you think? I mean, you, you see it time and time again. You, you see the Bezos of the world, owner of Amazon, and Elon Musk, owner of uh, Tesla, who are now, you know, neck and neck. Now, Elon Musk is the is, is the richest, or wealthiest um, person in the world. Um, they never stop. You you never see them slow down, and 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 trying to create things, learn different different skill sets change the world in a different way because you never want to get to a point where you're just status quo and you just and and, and you're at a point where enough is enough it's never enough you want to continue to grow and you want to continue to develop yourself and that brings value to who you are as a person and you can't take that away you can't take away your professional de development your education i don't care what happens today or tomorrow no one's going to be able to take take away uh, my doctorate in physical therapy you can't because that education sure. Is what I earned, and I will always have it. Now, if you're Donald Trump and you had an honorary doctorate, they may take it away based on your your actions. <laughs> you, you know, there. But you know that that's what we need to uh, we need to keep in mind. Good stuff. Good stuff. And our final step uh, to building wealth. Okay. List your goals and keep them with you. So. Um, this we, we talked about earlier about having a plan, right? Every day you have a plan um, of what you're trying to achieve and making sure that you start your day organized and so that you can be effective, efficient and productive. Um, but you have to have ultimate. Ultimately, you have to have goals in place that guide your plan, that guide your daily structure. Right. And those goals need to be short term as well as long term. They need to be personal as well as um, professional. And, um, and 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 there, there should it shouldn't be. I think what happens, what fails a lot of people. Okay, we we just finished going through New Year's Eve, right? And we have everyone that comes up with their New Year's Eve resolutions and their goals for the year, and they write it down. You may even even create a fancy vision board, right? And you put all of that stuff there, and you throw it on this board, and you throw it on here. Here are your goals, but then you never look at it again, right, Sterling? It's like you get the board, you throw it off in the closet somewhere, you got this list, and it felt great while you were making that list, but you don't keep the goals relative in front of you and keep yourself accountable. So one part is keeping is having goals. The other part is keeping them with you and keeping uh, keeping yourself accountable. I mean, I agree 100%, Stephen. It's, it's, it's the key to 
it's really the key to the, to success, right? Because I think I, I think one, well well the first step of course is is getting to the point where you're writing goals and then you're writing smart goals and we don't we, we can go into that on on a whole another day, but then you have to put those goals in that plan and action. And if you're not, you know, if you're not looking at it each and every day, I mean, I know that I'm. I can personally say that I've, 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 I've come, I've, I've, I've been a, a part of this problem here because Steve and I, we're really good about setting an, an annual, annual goals, an annual business plan, and a, and a quarterly business plan, and, and we'll have some great stuff in there. But what happens is, is you get busy doing your day-to-day -day operations, and before you know it. Three months have passed by and you look back at those goals that you said at the beginning of the year and you haven't really touched them so you really just need to keep them with you um keep your eye on the prize you know look at them every day put them on your wall put them on the on the mirror so you're looking at them so you just don't forget them absolutely absolutely yeah i love that love, love that mirror example that's something that sterling and i have both used before where we used to we used to have i have to used to have our i would take a, a marker um and right, actually, right on, in the bathroom mirror, on the on the, the top of the mirror, the goals for uh, my goals for that year, for that week, for the you know whatever the case may be, just so that whenever I went to the mirror, brush my teeth in the morning, I'm looking up to see those goals, and it's reminding me every day of what I've said that I'm going to commit to, and holding again, holding yourself accountable, and and those are the keys, man. Those are. Those are the, the top six things that 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 we tend to follow. There are many, many others. Um, and, uh, I, you know, I think that wealth building obviously is something that is a continuous goal. It's not like something where you just say, OK, I've, I've made it and you stop. Right. It's a mindset. It's almost like if you say, hey, I'm going to change the way I'm, I'm going to lose weight, but I'm not, not just going to go on a bad diet. I'm going to actually choose change my lifestyle and, and how I how I buy food and groceries and prepare food and you know work out. So wealth the wealth mindset is something that is is just like that. It's actually changing your mindset into something that you incorporate in, in, in your daily task and it never stops. You just continue to do it over and over again. Agreed. Spot on, Stephen. Great, great topic today. Um, just to go over real quick the six steps. Plan your day. Start off with a plan each and every day. Make sure you have a, a, a great plan that works for you that, and you're working on the goals that, that, that mean the most, that are most important, not the easy stuff. Make sure you're, li you're living off of 30% of your income. Save, save and invest the rest of it. Um, in the poverty, mind, a poverty uh, mindset, you know, think about things from, from not from a poverty standpoint, from, but from a wealthy standpoint. Um, and, and speaking of mindsets, we want a employer mindset versus an employee mindset. Very, very critical. And then um, focus on your personal development. Money does not trump professional development. Don't get caught up on that, that, that six-figure income. It may not last if you don't have the professional development. And you got to keep growing. you got to keep pushing yourself. And last but not least, Stephen, put it, put it in a nutshell, but you got to start with those goals that you, you have that you set up for yourself. You have to look at them every day and you have to keep them in your pocket, keep them with you and keep yourself accountable. Absolutely. Hey, guys, we appreciate it. Uh, a couple of last shout outs. Uh, Anitra Woodside, um, who is just killing it with her businesses right now. I just love seeing her posts about how exciting entrepreneurship is for her. Uh, she's saying goals, goals, goals are a priority. Um, and she says she does the same thing and she's uh, with her with her uh, posted paper and on all of her her, um, her her sticky notes on all of her mirrors, so we appreciate that. 
went for Keith, our cousin, again, says he puts his goals on his bedroom wall. So he sees them every morning when he wakes up, weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Perfect, perfect, spot on. Um, Terry Hickman from LU, much love to Terry, says, I, I love it, great advice. Lisa, hey, Lisa Arrington says, excellence is not a destination, it is what, how we practice. Aristotle, look at you, Lisa, Lisa just dropping some gym to the Aristotle right there. I appreciate that. And then uh, Kevin Bolivar, my, my old uh, my old partner from the, the, the promotion days back in the day, says, that's deep. Look at yourself and your goal. It's on you to get it done. So thanks so much for everyone that, that chimed in and participated. We love when people um, drop comments. And um, thanks for joining us on this MLK Day. We hope you enjoyed, again, another beautiful day of weather in Houston. And we hope it's beautiful in whatever part of the country you're in. And uh, every Monday, this is what we do. This is what Thanks. we do. And just a couple other people. Thank you, Anthony Clay, for jumping on. Kelva, um, we see you. Um, I think we said hi to Cassandra. I think that's it. And you said yeah. nature. So I think that's everyone. So guys, until next Monday, let's make it a great week. Absolutely. Thank you.